We go hit him with the left, hit him with the right. We go hit him with the left, hit him with the right. It's a fight, it's a fight. Here, bossum, here, bossum. It's a fight, it's a fight. Here, bossum, here, bossum. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, the podcast where Matt and Todd go see a movie at our local Regal Cinema. Unless we are continuing continuing our Rocky Bow blowout with the final Rocky movie installment of our quest, which is happening today. And we have our special guest, Eden Cummings. Hello! I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy. And yes, we have done three uh, Rocky movies today and... Uh, to, now we're going to be talking about Rocky Balboa, which is the sixth movie in the in the series of all Rocky films. Um, and yeah, we've got all the returning players uh, coming back who are still alive. Uh, one player has left the uh, franchise, which is Adrian. <laughs> yes, she is dead in this film, but not uh, in life. Well, maybe now. But not when the movie came out. Right. Um, <laughs> still credited. Still credited. Well, they did use her. Flashbacks. Yeah, they used her likeness in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but we've got Sylvester Stallone. Um, we've got a new uh, a new actor playing uh, Rocky's son, Milo Ventimiglia. That's wrong. Um, Ventimiglia. I don't know. I don't know. Can confirm Talia Shire is alive, according to All Wikipedia. Right. That's good. That's good. Still kicking. Um, and we've got, uh, what's his name? Bert Logan? Young. Young. <laughs> Bertie Logan. I don't know. Uh, yep. He's still back as Polly. And uh, we've got, uh, what's his name? Tony someone? Burton? Burton. Tony Burton is back as... The heart and soul of the franchise. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Am I missing anyone? Got some cameos. Mike Tyson appears in this film. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's all about it. Great. Of, as far as famous people, there's other people in this movie, but as far as like famous, I think that's pretty much it. Okay. So, what is Rocky Balboa about? Um, well, <laughs> Rocky is once again in retirement and owns a restaurant named after his dead wife and um, is trying to, to see his son every once in a while and um, starts to get this itch to... Uh, to to maybe fight again, uh, the beast inside something something deep in the basement is left over for him, uh, and he wants to bring that to the surface and and maybe do some local fights or something. Nothing, no big deal. Um, so he so he goes as far as to get this uh, get kind of reinstated with a boxing license and stuff like that. At the same time. There's something that happens, um, this, this kind of uh, computer comparison of Rocky Balboa versus the current heavyweight champion. It's a computer simulation, and 
uh, Rocky wins. It's supposed to be like both fighters in their prime and who would win. Um, and Rocky wins. So that sort of generates some buzz in the world. And then the, the actual heavyweight guy was like, well, what if we did an exhibition fight? Since Rocky has gotten this license, we could do something for charity. And, you know, it won't be, won't be too much of a big deal. So people in Rocky's life are alternately trying to talk him out of it or trying to talk him into it. And um, we, <laughs> we have several people who come back into Rocky's life from earlier films. Uh, one of them is the guy that he fights in the very first movie, whose name is Spider Rico. Rico. Spider Rico. Um, and another one is little Maria who he takes on a walk around the neighborhood and tells her not to smoke and, uh, hang out on the corner with the boys, uh, when she's a little girl and he ends up kind of taking her and her son under his wing. Um, and they develop a friendship over the course of the movie. Um, and Anyway, it all leads up to this kind of big exhibition fight, which Rocky ends up going through, going through with, um, and it's more competitive than anyone could ever have thought. And that's what Rocky Balboa is about. Todd, your thoughts? Well, I definitely love this movie, to no one's surprise. Um, it's like, I know that I've said you need five, Rocky five to get to this movie. And I mean, I think, I still think you kind of do in a sense of like, if you went just from four to this movie, it's like such a big leap, but really this movie is what five should have been, um, in a sense of like, we're coming to the conclusion a lot of. Uh, to the to the natural conclusion of some of these characters, um, obviously we've got some older age setting in for some of the characters and stuff, and uh, you know this movie does a whole lot better job of capturing just the heart of the first movie, um, while also showing the progression of characters oh since the seventies into the early two thousands when this movie. Um, takes place and was filmed stuff like that so um you know i was we've got rocky who's kind of not like i feel like people would say down on his luck he's not down on his luck it's just you know adrian passed away from cancer and you know he runs a restaurant and i think he's just feeling kind of like i think what this movie does well is that there's it's not like it's not like rocky wants to get back in the fight to just fight like it's more just like he feels this kind of sense of coming to the conclusion of his story and he's got some leftover frustrations with his life in a sense of he never thought this would be his life he never thought that adrian would not be here and he, he never thought that he'd have this kind of weird estranged relationship with his son and it's almost like because at this point he's such a passive guy that he's just bottling up all that stuff as it's happened and so it's this kind of expression of um and, and there's a great dialogue between um rocky and um paulie about this where he's like trying to express his feelings but he 
he can't because he's a, like he's this iconic character and from is from an era of you don't share your feelings really or whatever and it's like such a great scene of him trying to wrestle with these feelings of just feeling this crushing anger and slight disappointment and what are you going to do with it and and stuff like that and so that's just an example of like the the beautiful nuggets in this movie um overall i think the story's phenomenal i think everything about the movie is really good i mean there's some there's some acting in here that's like you know kind of just who cares like um i think the woman who plays marie does pretty okay the guy who plays her son is just kind of there like i don't ever really feel like he's trying he's just kind of there and um you know they used an actual boxer again the guy who plays mason dixon and there are times where i'm like you know aesthetically i know why you picked a boxer uh, because it looks good for all the fight scenes, but then in some of these heavy acting scenes, you know, he does an okay job, but, you know, you're, you're all, at least I was feeling like, okay, you know, that scene could have been tighter and better, but you got what you got off of who you picked and the, the, the pros and cons of why you picked that person. So, uh, phenomenal story, kind of a phenomenal conclusion to all these characters, in my opinion. Um, and, Honestly, I mean, this movie has easily my, has to be in my top five favorite monologues in all cinema is in this movie. And it's so iconic and it's so good. And I mean, there's other good kind of monologue dialogue parts of this movie. This movie gives me a ton of chills, like in different areas of the movie. Um, so if we were rating by chills alone, it'd be a super high chill movie for me. So... Yeah, I, I think anyone should see this movie. It's it's a good movie by itself. Like, I mean, if you only know about Rocky and you want to watch it, I think you could do that. If you want to go through all the movies, this is honestly one of the high high points, I think, in, in watching all the movies. So, I'm a big fan. I'm going to turn it over because um, we'll continue to go on about why I love this movie and stuff like that. But we don't have time for that. So, Eden, what do you feel about this movie? Um, I was, of all the things that we're going to watch, uh, with the exception of the Creeds, which I've never seen before, uh, this is obviously the, um, my, f my, like, most anticipated, uh, movie, because I remember loving it when I saw it in theaters, even though I didn't have a strong attachment to the characters of the franchise, and, like, kind of moving through, I was really looking forward to it, and I wasn't disappointed. Like, there's a lot of places where you can be very cynical, and feel like it's very, like, almost hokey how much they're putting over like the you follow your dreams and you do what you're doing like kind of thing but it doesn't matter it still lands like in pretty much every spot i think the story pacing is incredible i think it does such a good job of riding that nostalgia line but also really taking you into a new place um that is also like, following the cyclical storytelling that this franchise uh, really relies on. Like, it's very parallel to his initial story of kind of getting this fight that was way bigger than he intended to have at that moment against um, a person who absolutely outclassed him at every stage. And, like, so many of these big fights, they're just about hanging. Like, it's not even about winning. Like, he just wanted to show that he could hang, and... Um, I think that Mason, uh, the line Dixon, 
A has the best boxer name in like the entire <laughs> franchise. Uh, and B is just like, I think that he's got one of the most interesting motivations uh, from the from the antagonist point of view um, in the Rocky franchise. I think that they went a little overboard, making him kind of uh, a jerk um, with that. Uh, and I think that lost a little bit of sympathy for him, but he's really an interesting character who is kind of like swept up into this. I didn't quite understand why they did this non-romance angle with Marie and Rocky. Like, I'm not sure why he takes such an interest in them specifically. Um, so like that was a little weird and out there, but for the most part, like, I love it. I love the father-son angle. I love the, um, I love trying to, re re like, showing that the wounds caused by Rocky Five and just, like, the life that these people leave, like, it feels lived in. Like, it feels like these 20 years happened and, like, they lived lives and you are just seeing this little snippet of this final piece of it like a textbook that like you know talks about the first you know the first 30 years of someone's life until the revolutionary war and then and also this happened 20 years later like it's just like this this really neat flash forward and it's nice that they're all doing fine like they're doing well they're not really poor they're not like they're just doing fine and it's just about a guy struggling with his mortality. It's um, in a world where we're seeing so many of these belated sequels and things like that. I think that this is a masterclass in doing that. Like, I don't think I've seen one that has been as necessary since. Um, and it just really closes out this arc. Like, it feels finished. Like, it feels like we did what we needed to tell. We have a coherent story. And watching them in such proximity, like, it really feels like a really coherent story. I think the, the, the weirdest thing to me is that the Rocky franchise is three movies and then three movies of retrospective about those three movies. And this one hits that somehow less on the head than five did but does a way better job of it um anyway uh i really loved it i was not disappointed um i thought that it held way up um and just did a great job of closing this out splendid nice well um i really liked this one as well uh you guys have touched on a lot of the points that I agree with, and I will say that I, I too really thought that this was a nice way to close out a lot of the, a lot of the characters, um, with the exception of Adrian. It's kind of a sad way to close out her story, but um, we did get plenty of retrospective. There's a scene in the beginning of the movie where Rocky kind of walks through the different uh, places of their dating and uh and early relationship life i guess um which is is kind of interesting from uh we just watched all the other movies where we saw all that stuff unfold um so kind of the where are we now the decay of the of the years has taken its toll on all those places and that's that's kind of interesting um 
but yeah this this is a really engaging movie uh it takes you on a on a great ride um i agree todd about the chills of this movie and kind of the i haven't felt for a couple movies just the 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 feeling of like what's gonna happen in the ring type type thing like like when rocky's fighting this big fight at the end of the movie there's a sense of like oh gosh how does this how does this play out even though i know how it plays out um it's still like that kind of anticipation feeling um which i thought you know that's great um yes there's a lot of of great monologues in this um and i i i think I think one of the kind of underrated pieces is the the real life stuff that gets tossed in there like Polly's working back at the meat factory that he was at at the very beginning of the franchise and gets laid off and um Rocky has this restaurant and there's like all these shots of him kind of interacting in restaurant mode that's just like huh that just feels like like life like life is happening and this is this is how things are now for these characters um so interesting stuff enjoyable um i would agree that anyone can see this movie even if you haven't even if you just have a little knowledge about rocky and what rocky means um this is a this is a really nice uh story that's told so that's where I will leave it. Nice. To, to the point of like feeling lived in and like the real life, I'm really glad that we finally got like shots of Rocky and Polly like just having a friendship and kind of justifying why that guy is around. Like he's still a terrible person and holds horrendous <laughs> views, but you also understand that like okay, they do genuinely care for each other, like, they do get each other, they've lived in each other's lives for 40 years at this point, like, you get why that's still true, (laughs) Um, and you just never really have that before, it's always been like, why do they let this dude hang out, Um, but uh, uh, I just really liked, like, those little personal moments between the two of them of just two men kind of like growing old together and trying to figure out what's next. I think that they do. I think that this franchise is a very good look at that story. Um, and I just think that there could have been in some of the other installments a better execution of that, but Rocky about F- that fully makes it up. Um, dismounts high yeah yeah i think it's the perfect conclusion of rocky's story because what comes after this rocky's not the main character like he's the supporting character like this is the last movie where rocky is the main character yeah <clears throat> and so it's just a, a great conclusion to his kind of story so great well we've waited six movies and now it's time to debut this rating system of how many Dukes would you give this <laughs> movie? Uh, Eden's favorite character, or second favorite character, depending on how he feels about the Lone Shark from the first one still, the second one. 
Uh, Lone Shark is very good. Duke is absolutely the pinnacle of this series. He's the heart and soul. His hurt and bomb speech is by far the best thing in the entire franchise. Mm. He's got a great, great speech about building some hurt and bombs. So, yeah, obviously five being the best because then you got five speeches about hurting bombs and, and all that good stuff and five different weird neck cracks that he does. Uh, and then obviously zero being the worst because then you got no speeches, no Duke, no neck cracks, no nothing. So, Eden? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give this uh, a four point three dukes uh partially because of the rating system mm -hmm. I, I am going to uh announce my bias there sure um but also i just like so many movies now like don't feel necessary they feel like hey there's this this franchise that existed we'll just add something because we have the ability to do that this felt necessary like it's weird that a rocky movie came out 20 years after the previous one um but it actually does wrap up the world it actually couldn't have been told before that point like it needed to have the time in between it is a story worth telling it's uh in my opinion by far the best of them um and just like it's worth it um, and, and, and I can't go lower than a four for that. Matt? Um, I am going to go, uh, even higher than that. I'm going to go with the 4.6, uh, Dukes out of five. Um, I do feel like this is the best, uh, certainly the best of the movies that we've seen so far. Um, I would say there's nothing... No, there are no glaring problems with this movie. The probably the top of the list, which is really a a nitpicky thing, is the romance non romance between Rocky and uh, Marie or Maria. Marie. Marie. Um, it's kind of a weird uh, relationship. Uh, I thought, uh, but. That's like a really small piece of, of the movie, um, and their friendship is, is fine. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think really, really good movie, and um, that's where I land. Oh, this is a hard one. This is a hard one. I'm trying to remember what I gave Rocky to, because that's been my long-running favorite Rocky movie. Which I think I gave it a 4.3. Um, I, I think this is the first Rocky movie that we've watched that has no small icky feelings to it. As far as it, like the things that didn't hold up well over time of some forcible first date interactions and... Some gender roles in the second one, and uh, I mean, Polly has some. Well, but he's yeah, also lines. intended to. Like, yeah, he's right. supposed like, to yeah. look like out of touch, and yeah, like right. it's framed for the first time as no, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. no. Yeah, there's definitely times where you're like, "Come on, Polly," but it's not the cringeworthiness of like the first date 
scenario and stuff like that. Um, I, I think I'm going to have to... I mean, I'm going to give this a higher rating than what I gave Rocky 2. And I'm not sure if that means it's my new favorite or if it's just, you know, where I'm... I don't know. That's more... i got to take my time to decide that. I can't, I can't decide that on the spot right now. But the number in my head was a 4.5, um, which would make this the third highest movie I've ever ranked on our podcast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it, I think it's phenomenal. It's such a good movie. So... I'm, I'm all about it. Great. Well, uh, that that's going to leave this movie with quite a high rating as we wrap up this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies with special guest Eden Cummins. And uh, we have reviewed Rocky Balboa and come up with an average rating of 4.4 and two-thirds of a Duke out mm-hmm. of five. That's a lot of neck cracking and that's so many bombs. bombs. That's a lot of all that stuff, and it's it's got to be one of our highest rated films yes. on the podcast ever. Um, I think Parasite still takes the cake because I think I gave that like a four point eight, and you were pretty high on the four point something too. Yeah, that's that's true. If only we had a spreadsheet with all the ratings in it. <laughs> we do not, and probably never will. But um, it's nice to think about. So, uh, but yeah, that's great. Go see this movie. If you haven't ever seen it, um, treat yourself. It's good. And uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. We will continue to close out the Rocky Bow Blowout podcast as well as make other podcasts. And uh, we'll see you next time. Da-da-da-da! Da-da! Da-da-da! Da-da-da!